When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Christy. Hey, Will. I don't often tell people this, but I'm going to say it to you. You're a vision in pink. I, I don't know what else to tell you. you. Oh my gosh. You're a vision in pink. You. Yep. Some people can't pull black? off pink and they get, well, black works for everybody. Pink doesn't work for everybody. But black works for you well because you're Batman. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say because you're fat and we want to make sure that you don't look too big. So we, we you, cover you in black. You are not fat. <laughs> it's very sweet though for you to not think that. But you are. No. You're vision in pink. That's oh, all I have to say. Thank you. That's and hashtag of the day. Yes. Hashtag Christy's a vision you, in pink. You know pink. what it is? You pop. You pop, Christy. That's, That's it. what it is. One needs to pop. <laughs> I'm very excited for today's guest because we have a serious history with today's guest, don't we? Yeah, Steve Loader. He is a, a huge animation director and his titles include Kim Possible uh, yeah. as of season two. He really saw so much of Kim Possible's like, growth that we're going to chat with him all about. Just It's a reunion of sorts, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And the thing that's cool is, and you really brought this up. I'm so glad you did during the interview about everyone's going to be like, but we had the director, you know, Lisa Schaefer came on. It's like, no, no, no. There's multiple directors that are involved in an animation project. And so I was really glad that you you brought that up because there's a big difference. We did. Steve was a director and Lisa was a director. Two completely different jobs, yeah. uh, but really interesting and both in amazingly necessary. So yeah. I was very excited to talk to Steve. It's a cool episode. It really is. So everybody, Steve Loader. Steve! How are you? Doing well. How are you guys doing? I was fine until my computer decided to not be good anymore. Oh, man. Computers are the worst. Terminator's a thing that could happen. I don't like any of it. You don't trust it. He doesn't trust the I don't. I don't. I've been watching alone, and I think that's the way to go, the more I'm thinking about it. Alone is that... Is that contest where you go out in the middle of the woods and try to live, yeah. right? Yeah, by oh, yourself. We watched that. Yeah, we watched that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, good my, luck, my, Will. my wife, uh, my wife jokes that I would tap out on the boat ride there. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. I think that's if you haven't accurate. seen it, Steve, it is a really great show, but it's oh, also yeah. oh man, you get to root for people too. Like uh, who's who are you rooting for on alone? I'm rooting for the mostly for the animals. 
<laughs> but that's just me. How are you, Steve? I'm doing well. Thank you. Welcome to the show. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm honored to be here. This is incredible. We're Aww. so excited to have you here yeah. uh, because we have quite a history. Can you remember the first time that we all worked together? Was it 2002? Two, oh my God, three, yeah, so somewhere in that zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So twenty. So we're twenty years. Oh yeah, definitely at least twenty years. Yeah, yeah. We should probably introduce Steve, shouldn't we? I'm sorry. Should we introduce oh, Steve? <laughs> we are so happy to have Steve Loader here with us, who's a director and a producer uh, 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 of animation of all types of animation, but yes. really uh, should be most known for Kim Possible because uh, that's where we know him from. So that's really the only world we need to talk about. But that's actually not true because we're talking American Dragon, Jake Long, Brandy and Mr. Whiskers, the Tinkerbell film series, uh, the ghost and Molly McGee, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, which is yep, both upcoming. upcoming. That's February 2023. We'll get into all of that kind of stuff. But let's be honest, Steve. It's Kim Possible. That's what we're ah. talking about. Kim Possible has been in my life not only during production but even past it. Um, because I'm I'm a comic book geek, I'm a film nerd, so I go to the conventions a lot. There is always a Kim cosplayer. Always, always, always right? Always, always, yeah. And it's amazing because yeah, it's it's the the legacy just continues. I mean, it really people really love the show, and it's just a really wonderful feeling. How did you get involved with it? Yeah, you know, the funny thing is I joined second season. Um, and since then I've I've done 50 plus episodes of Kim. I think I, I've I've expired Mark and Bob. I think I've probably been on it the longest and you guys. So yeah, it's 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 been an amazing ride. But yeah, it was and it was slightly intimidating kind of coming on board because the reputation was already there. The the fandom was already starting to build. So it was a little intimidating, but it was it what a what a marvelous feeling to, you know, to to work on this amazing show. Well, now, Steve, let's talk about like your exact job, too, because we had Lisa Schaefer talk to us a lot in studio. And then what exactly is it that you then did for people to understand how you direct an animated show? Yeah, so so pretty much uh, director of an animated show is, is kind of involved from the beginning. So we uh, we look at the scripts, we read the scripts that that Mark and Bob and his writing team are putting out, Mark McCorkle and Bob Schooley, the creators of the show. And um, we get an early idea of kind of the visuals and the timing and the pace and some of the designs and some of the backgrounds. We start to figure out the visuals of it. Um, and then as we're starting to figure that out, we usually attend the records that Lisa Schaefer is directing, which is where you guys are and doing an amazing job. And the, the thing that's, that's great about going to the records is we're listening for um, peaks and valleys. Because when you animate a character, you really want to have a character that has these kind of like just kind of peaks in their voice and then it drops down. And because that's really kind of where we anchor our drawings to. That's oh. really where the expressions change or they the, the the head gets bigger or the body arcs back or the body reduces down. So we really look for kind of those highs and lows in the voice because we really like latch onto them. Okay. Um, and Steve. so Peaks and Valleys, Will has talked about the fact that by season four, I guess, um, Ron was so peaky. <laughs> yeah. Did that change? Not a lot of valleys. It's, it, honestly, it was great because when you have when you have a voice that's kind of that that peaked or that that kinetic, um, you animate to that. 
And Ron kind of got, if you look as the scenes went on, he got a little more animated physical, which was great because it provided great contrast for Kim, who is very collected and calm. So it just, it was a really great visual, you know, to, to animate to actually. Yeah, I think that uh, Ron did get more and more like a storylines as we as we progress. And he became much more active during missions. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, certainly. I mean, it's in season three, I think is really where it started to kind of pop because, yeah, in season two, there was a couple of moments where trying to bring him into the missions, but it was always a failure. But it felt like in season three with exchange and the monkey fist powers and it really yeah. started. And also by the end of season three, we did so the drama. So we had yeah. to get Ron leveled up to a place that it really felt like, OK, he could kind of hold his own in a situation. Well, your first episode ever was a Ron episode. The first episode you did was the Ron Factor, right? Ron Factor, that's right. Yeah, and that was that was and that was an interesting episode because that was that was them trying to find a new purpose for Ron. Uh, so it which was, episode that, was that this, was, guys? What what was the log line on this one? Ron Stoppable's awesome. Film at eleven. That, that, yeah, and and that was the uh, the the Agents of Shield group from yep. uh, Kim Possible, whose name I cannot remember at this particular moment. I can't either, but, frankly. <laughs> they had they had interest in Ron, and so they were going to kind of enlist him for that. And yeah, what's what's what makes the Ron factor so special? So that was yeah, kind of what the episode was about. The what makes Ron so special is his partnership with Kim, honestly. So right, well, of Aww. course. So wait, let me ask this because we always, Christy, we always do this. We always jump in the middle, and then we jump to the end, and then we jump. How? When's the first time you remember hearing the words "Kim Possible"? Um. Okay, this is an interesting story. Um. So. Most the genesis of Kim Possible actually started on an animated series called Clerks the Animated Series, Kevin Smith's series. Here's here's why. It had the entire team on that show except for Mark and Bob. So pretty much every single person that worked on Kim Possible worked on that show. And Steve Silver, Chris Bailey, myself, Nick Philippi, Andy Ice, everybody. And so we kind of Formed the look of Kim, at least partially, on that show, so that when Kim Possible kind of was starting to kind of bubble to the surface and we kind of started to hear about it, it was kind of like almost transplanting that entire team onto Kim. So it was it was an unusual experience because it was it was a type of thing where at that time at TVA, there was a lot of kind of um kids in school kind of shows going on. And this one was kind of a spin on that and also um what was great about hearing about this initially is it was a female empowerment story which yeah. is unusual because at that time i think you had buffy the vampire slayer and maybe xena and but there wasn't a lot of strong no. female protagonists you had powerpuff girls powerpuff girls powerpuff was animated Girl, right yeah yeah so it was an exciting project to even hear about to say oh this is really going to kind of move the needle Mm -hmm. So you're essentially saying that Kim and Ron were originally Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> in a way. In a way, yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty seamless transition in a way, yeah. You're definitely Jay then in that relationship. <laughs> I would imagine that would be that was probably accurate. Uh, oh, that's oh so God. funny. That so, is so funny. When did Bob and Mark come in then? Yeah, when did, when did, so when did they, they kind of, the whole team get put together for the first time? Because they pitched they were... it. I remember they said they pitched it in 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 the in the elevator going up to Gary Marsh's office. They like were like they came up with possible it possible and yeah, she, she can, can do, do anything. anything. He's Ron yeah. Stoppable. He can't do yeah. 
I mean, it's a anything. strike of lightning. I mean, that that's what what a moment, just a creative moment to just get that level of inspiration. Yeah, yeah. And it was it, it kind of I think you know as as animation um, goes through development process, it usually kind of sticks with the show creators and the writers just for a little bit of time. So as they start to write out kind of longer log lines of the characters and who the characters are and things like that. So there was probably a period of time spent of Mark and Bob just kind of isolated working on that. But then probably right as Clerks was ending and there was an opportunity to start to go into another production, it just looked like, well, here's a, a seasoned crew that's ready to just kind of jump into a show. Um, and, and and also it was great because a lot of the people had um, experience on different types of show other than Clerks. We had, you know, the kids stuff we were doing for Disney, but a lot of them had adult animated experience here and there. So it really just kind of made it made Kim Possible just kind of elevated the quality of the show. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's so interesting to me in retrospect, how many other shows almost pirated the look of that animation. So like after Kim Possible came out, there was these commercials for insurance. Yes. And oh, I was like, yeah. you, oh man, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was just like, Kim Possible. pink hair. She's got yeah. a communicator. Like she's, she's doing, flipping in, like flipping like, in and out. The like, direction yeah. of it was very yeah. clearly ripping off of Steve and yeah. uh, Mark <laughs> Well, it evolved. <laughs> They, they even those commercials even evolved because we we kind of for a moment in season three we gave Kim the super suit yeah that white That's suit right. with the glowing with the blue stripes blue bands. yeah and then they I think they did that in the commercials too they kind of yeah. evolved it was like she did have a suit wow. I know I was watching it fuming and I was like nowadays I think Disney would probably actually go after something like that for for new probably. IP yeah but probably. I will say I will say what was it like using new technology directing. With this, with the robots that we had in the movie, um, yeah. which movie was it that we had the robots? Was, it was so the, the drama? So yeah, the, the drama robots. Yeah, that was that was the yeah it was the first time the studio had been introduced to CG, and it was kind of done out of necessity because we knew that there was going to be armies of these characters, and it's really just at that certainly at that time it was really hard to draw just the pencil mileage alone. Yeah. So we came up with the system of okay, how are we how are we going to do this? And it was it was a learning curve. Nowadays, CG is super easy; you could do it at home. But then it was it was pretty tough. Wow, interesting. So you you laid the two D animation that you guys were doing, and then you did it almost like there was a temp non existent background, so that you inlaid the cg robots and at the yeah. time of doing that it was very i mean because we're talking how totally many years cutting ago edge yeah 10 yeah. 15 20 years no, ago 20 wow. years ago yeah, yeah. Eh, totally 19, and then maybe like 1918 right yeah and then we had to um we, we would call rotoscope we had to kind of take the cg model because we had to put it then in our line so it had to look like it was drawn so that it mixed with the characters and i remember the the, the crazy thing about that was you had the giant robots and that's okay because they're big and they take up a lot of space on a frame but there was moments where it was the tiny robot and ron was holding the tiny yeah. robot so it was like interaction of that you know scope so that was yeah, that was tricky, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was, it, it really felt like we were leveling up the show. I mean, So the Drama is easily my favorite Kim Possible uh, project. Of it was great. Time. It was really Aww. good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Steve, as much as we go down memory lane, we also like to talk about just how talented you are and that you've, you've continued to work with, you know, with Disney and... Well, wait, before it, we go forward, I want to go back okay, even okay. farther. I want to go back, back. Even Oh my God. Okay, so we're going back. It's how such a time I mean, here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You said you, you know, you're a comic book nerd and everything. I'm a big nerd myself. So is is animation something you always wanted to do or did you, or you, did you originally want to be a filmmaker? What, like, what were your plans when you got into this industry? It was definitely cartoony. Um, I mean, because the thing is, I, I met, how I got into the business is um, there was a Disney artist uh, drawing for kids at a shopping mall, like in New Jersey. And so me and my brother, who's also an artist, we went out, you know, to see this guy and we showed him our drawings. And he's like, yeah, these are great. Why don't you work for us? And it was so straight. Out, so I worked for Disney straight out of high school. It was for 
uh, consumer products. It was doing drawings for. Uh, but you were found at a mall. You were found at a mall by yeah. somebody who works for Disney, and you started working right out of high school for Disney. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, day after high school. So, so day Jeez. after I graduated, boom, right, right, right into Disney. Um, and still back it, east, or did you move out here? It was back east at that time. Yeah. Okay. So, so I was doing that, um, and then being back east, I had the opportunity. I did some work for Jim Henson, which was mm. a lot of fun. Non-Disney, um, non-Disney Jim Henson. Non-Disney, right? <laughs> now yeah. Disney, now Jim Henson. And Everything's yep. Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so did some work for Jim Henson at the time. But the thing that kind of pulled me into animation is I saw the pilot for a show called Ren and Stimpy. Oh, yeah, of course. Stimpy, <laughs> let me yeah. tell you something. Yeah, of course. Of a lightning bolt. And yeah. I, I had to work on that. And so, yeah, I moved out to LA. I didn't know anybody out here. Uh, found the studio, found an apartment close by, and and got the gig. And um, not yeah. with your brother. You and your brother kind of split. He came. He came later. He's he actually does um, book illustrations for Disney. So oh, he's cool! More, uh, illustrator, and I'm more the animator guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. So, cool. so was was this uh, Nickelodeon? Was it in Burbank at the time? Did you move to Burbank? Is that what you just did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, actually, it's funny because they put Ren and Stimpy in a separate building. So Nickelodeon, you had all the, the fun stuff going on in Nickelodeon, and I guess they kind of knew, and they said we're going to put Ren and Stimpy in a different building about <laughs> 25 miles away, which um, won't be fun at all. You're in the warehouse. Yeah, basically. Oh but you know what? It was it was kind of good because it was a pretty rebellious crew. It was a pretty eccentric crew. So that was it was a fun experience. It was a challenging experience. Uh, sure. it was my first gig and it's, it was a challenging show. Um, but, you know, since then, I, my my resume is all over the map. I've done uh, some more adult stuff. I did a show called Duckman. I did preschool mm -hmm. stuff, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse a little bit. Um, yes, but but honestly, it, it's Kim Possible that is always the one that people want to reminisce and talk about, which I'm more than happy to talk about. It's such an important part of my life. Well, I'm looking oh, at a picture goodness. of all of us right now. We all look so young. Oh, we're posting that on our, we're posting that on our Instagram. So young together. I have a shirt that's literally still out of print. It says everyone loves an Italian girl. You look like you just went to a Rusted Root concert. <laughs> uh, Steve, you Mark look and Bob same. look exactly the same. They all Steve look the same. Exactly the same. I, yeah. I remember but that picture. That's I, I remember that record. picture. That was last record, I think. And it was like we never got to really see each other in person. So I do no. think if it was our last record, I think I remember it being like, this is sad that it, this is our last yeah. recording. And that God, this is the only time shirt. I got to hang with Will. Yeah, we didn't see, we didn't get to really hang out much. No, no, I was in but New you, York. You were learning. You were at college learning stuff. I guess, yeah. Jeez. It took me 12 years to finish. I should have just delayed it, I guess. See, Steve but and I are both smart. We went right from high school to work. We decided to go to me, school. Steve. We just avoid paying bills. <laughs> exactly. So, Steve, if Kim comes ever comes back, like if we were ever, if that ever happened, what would you want for Kim? Like, who do you Ooh, think good question. Kim... Does Kim need to grow? Does she need to like be a different person? Does she need to be more modern? Is she is an Kim adult? Is she a kid? Like that's what I would if if like if we were gonna bring her back, would you would you bring her back right where we started, where they're in high school still? Would they be in college? Would they be adults now? Like what would I'm curious where you'd go with it? Well, it always when we finished Kim in season four, um, I think we were all a little burnt out. At that time, I mean, we had, we had been working on the show for, for a long, long time, but we always felt that there was more stories to tell. And we always kind of hoped that we were going to pick it up after a, a short break or a short vacation. So it was always in the back of our minds. 
And I remember, you know, over years, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd run into Mark and Bob and we just kind of joke about, oh, maybe it would be this or maybe it would be this. <laughs> and I, it just depended on the, on the particular moment of this is this is the future for, for Kim and Ron. There was one thing that was interesting on, uh, was it the Sitchin Time or maybe the So The Drama DVD release? I had to do some art where it was like uh, you show Kim and Ron as they get older and younger and that kind of thing. And I did drawings for that. And the drawings that I did for adult Kim and Ron, I thought were the best drawings. And they decided not to use them, but they decided to use the old versions of Kim and Ron. And what was kind of sad about that is it was kind of a joke because we made Kim and she was like an agent of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever that Yeah, that's what everyone says about Oh and but gosh. but here's the thing we, we 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 did it so that again this was a joke we did it so that she looked like Doctor Director so she had the eye patch and she was seasoned <laughs> oh no and Kim's Ron losing an eye was guys kind of <laughs> overweight and stuff like that and right. what, what was what was terrible about it was it only worked if you saw the adult versions of them which were sleek and right. trim and they were fit and they were fighters and and so the audience missed the good middle part and they just saw that part and man they did not like it wow jumped right to it yeah this is well i mean this is also at the time what the the internet was kind of in its infancy at the time yeah so yeah. we were learning Meme we culture were, was not really no but starting to get you know feedback and stuff like that that was instantaneous was it was an entirely new thing um okay so now we're now we can jump ahead to the what you're working on now because you're working on a bunch of different stuff right yeah yeah the uh so yeah so we have the ghost and molly mcgee which is a really great show um it's currently on air i got ashley birch and dana snyder are doing the voices on that they're incredible wow. their chemistry is incredible um and then coming soon uh coming on february 10th on okay. Disney channel and coming up thereafter is marvel's moon girl and devil dinosaur um, and this is uh, this is an interesting project. This is the first collaboration between Marvel and Disney TV Animation. Um, <gasps> That's awesome. That's kind of like one. with KP. KP was the first collaboration with Walt Disney Studios and Disney. Yep. So I like I like being at the first of. of Heck yeah! Why not? Of course, of course. Um, and it's a great show. It follows the adventures of Lunella Lafayette, who is one of the smartest characters in the Marvel universe. She's a thirteen-year-old super genius. Uh, and she creates a portal which accidentally brings a giant red dinosaur into New York's Lower East Side. And of course, when you have a giant red dinosaur, you know, with you, you partner with him to fight crime on the streets yeah. of New York City. And that's My just daughters are going to <laughs> love this show. Like, I cannot tell you how much <laughs> my daughter's going to be obsessed. And I'm so happy to know that you're behind that. That makes me so happy. It's a great show. And our cast is amazing. We have Diamond White, Lee Bay Barrere, uh, Fred Tattashore is, oh, is the friend of the show. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and Lawrence Fishburne is a executive producer on the show. Um, it's a trip, like, is it Holly Robinson, Pete and Andy Cohen? And I mean, there's a whole bunch method, man. Well, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people involved, right? So yeah, you're so great. lucky. Like, I love seeing that you you're still doing that thing with where we had with Kim Possible. We had so many amazing cameos. I think it I think it's a lot of fun when you can drop people in. Don't you, Steve? It's totally because you you get you get a different flavor. 
Yeah. And and what's great is sometimes when you bring in kind of new voices and stuff like that, it just kind of shakes everything up just a little bit. Every everyone has to, you know, adjust to that ener- new energy. And it really because all we're looking for on the voice tracks is, of course, your brilliant performances that elevate the animation that make our lives like, oh, we can really punch out drawings to this and really make this exciting and and move the camera around because everything is just so kinetic and popping with the, with ah, the it's voice motivated. Yeah, absolutely. I see. So the motivation for you to create the actual animation sort of comes from the 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 spirit, the energy of our performances. I never really realized that. Thank oh, 100%, 100%. you. 100%. Oh, that's really cool. That's, that's where the vitality of animation comes from. I mean, that's it's really cool. The writing human. that place, but it's the performance that that we get from the voice actors that 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 turns it to life. And wow. we start imagining what the animation looks like based off of that. Is that why you guys put the video camera to watch us before you started animating the pilot? Yes. Totally. Oh, absolutely. And, and we would try to film as much as possible. And that's actually why, I mean, I couldn't come to every session, but I try, try to come to as many things as I can because we'd watch you. We'd see some of the expressions that you guys would make and we'd, we'd kind of doodle it, you know, on our scripts to go, okay, uh-huh. I'll remember this for this i'll remember this for that because yeah we're looking at you know at your whole performance it's not just your voice it's like we're keying in on 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 facial movements and body language and everything oh yeah Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. 
He scored. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Christy and I are very yin-yang in that we... She always seems to like to talk about the future, and I always seem to like to talk about the past. Who knows why? <laughs> but when so you when when you were getting into this, not even as a kid, what were your favorite animated series growing up? Like, what were your what were, did you couldn't miss? What was your couldn't miss animated show? Ooh, wow. Um, I got to admit, I I I was I was living in New York, so I think we had uh we had more exposure to interesting and unique and rare animation than we would have in a lot of other places. So there was kind of an early introduction to the works of Miyazaki. So it's oh, like interesting. Totoro sure. was, oh, was, my girls love Totoro. Film. Yeah, that was a big film for me. Um, there was a, a film called Castle of Cagliostro, which is Lupin yeah. III. So, so it, it was kind of things like that. But of course, uh, Tex Avery, uh, yeah. the Tex Avery cartoons and the Bugs Bunny stuff that was done by Bob Clampett and Chuck Jones. Yeah. So it was a lot of the early because it, what was you had that stuff when you would come home from school. It would be on TV. They would they would rerun all of the Warner Brothers cartoons. The Disney stuff you had to kind of get on tape. They didn't really there wasn't really an outlet to yeah. see the Disney stuff. But so there was a constant exposure to kind of the animation that was done in the in the 50s and 40s and 50s. And I think that also kind of found its way into Kimpossible. I think that the the art sensibility, the styling, certainly the backgrounds and the very much the backgrounds, the background. I mean, there's almost something and and this is it's a it's a weird kind of correlation, but I always thought there was something almost Flintstones esque about the background of Kim Possible. Oh, yeah, Um, it was very, very cool. And so were you also you talk about Mirazaka, were you also like an Akira fan? Did you go through your Akira phase? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) All all the classic anime Akira, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, all that stuff that just kind of showed up, you know, in New York was and it was we were all exchanging tapes. Because yeah. at that time it was it was like either poorly dubbed or or poorly yep. subtitled. Just yeah, so that that was the only. Wow, way that's so it. that's so fascinating because when you think about it with Disney, their IP is is it, 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 making their IP accessible to everyone was probably a lot harder to justify back then with the way that people were making their money. Um, and now it's accessible to everyone because everything is streaming. So sure. I can only think about how fast the learning curve will be for like a young version of you now, Steve, like who is yeah. the new Steve? Do you well, mentor? You do you mentor do. like younger animators? How does that work? I do. Yeah. We do that at the studio. Um, uh, we, we, we bring up a lot, a lot of people that are either just kind of coming into the industry, maybe they're interns and they're trying to figure stuff out. And so, yeah, I like, I've done a number of mentoring projects over the past year in particular um, because yeah, I, look, Ultimately, you know, I, I I'm going to retire at some point soon. No, and, and no, you're I, not. Not well, yet. Okay, but, we have but unfinished I work. Able, you know, I want to be able to enjoy. You know, I'm going to sit back. No. and watch TV. So you get so. to enjoy nothing. You look so dang young. We have Come on stuff now. to do still, Steve. You get to enjoy nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I want the next generation. Uh, sure. You know, to, to, I want I, I want to enjoy their work. So sure, yeah, of so course, I want to help as much as I can. Absolutely. That's yeah. Really, really I'm, we cool. got to we got to see you briefly at D23, but we we got to meet your son. Does your son um does he? he my son Nico wants to be a voice actor. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. He should join, he's our, should contest. join our contest. He's pretty great. Um, I, I, I got him. I got him a, a spot on Moon Girl, so he had his kind of his first taste of of voice acting. Nice uh, in the studio, which was great. But yeah, that's something he he loves to do. He does a lot of the um dubbing on anime right now. Um, okay. For friends and stuff like that, but yeah, but yeah, he but he loves animation. I think it was just it was, it was part of the household. I mean, it was sure kind of avoidable in a way. I guess no, yeah, it's a great it's a great household to grow up in when you're growing you up around up, animation. You pick up a pen or a microphone, I guess, yeah. in your house. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's like one or the other, or both. I mean, yeah, or both. Yeah. I think that's, that's awesome. So cool. Well, unfortunately, Steve, we've got we, you know, we have a heart uh, out today, which stinks. Aww. But but no, we were uh, we were so excited to to get a chance to talk to you. And again, everybody, uh, don't forget, we've got Ghost and Molly McGee and Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, which both sound so great. The Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur does sound like uh, just the cool the coolest idea in the world. Fans of Kim Possible will enjoy the show. It feels like a, a nice companion piece in a way. So yeah, okay, right. cool. excited for people to see. This is the coolest thing in the world. And we hope we're not done yet, Steve, with, with whatever happens in the future. Anything is possible for a possible. Yes, hey! that would be so cool. Now, can people, if they, which I'm sure they're going to want to, they're going to want to follow your career and everything you're doing. Do you have any socials people can follow you on? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Um, It's at uh, Steve Loader on both of those. So yeah, check it out. Oh, that's Aww, so We cool. love you, Steve. Love you guys, Thank too. Thank you yeah. for joining us. Uh, Kim Possible would not have been Kim Possible without, without you involved and kind of helping to guide the ship. So, Well, I appreciate that. But honestly, you know, you guys did a lot of heavy lifting to make that show great. So oh my I gosh. Really wow. appreciate all your that's, work. That's very sweet. You just made Christy blush. Look at that. You just made Christy <laughs> blush. Thank you so that. much, Thanks, Steve, Steve. for you. joining us. And everybody, please go watch uh, all the new stuff and, and the older stuff because it's all it's just all, it's all good. good. It really is. It's all good. Anything and that please, Steve is attached to is it's good. good. So. <laughs> so please come back, too, because we, we this conversation is not done yet. We have a lot left to talk about. I want to talk about the past. Chrissy wants to talk about the future, but we've got a lot left to talk about. So if you can come back again, we'd really appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime. Oh, thank all you right. so much, Steve. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Steve. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah, I hate that, that we have really to cut cool. it short, but we have to cut it short. What, what, what is he? He's going to a booking or something, right? He's a busy man. He's a busy guy. And um, yeah, my the, something happens. I think this the room I'm in is destroyed in like 14 minutes. Okay, um, got it. Yeah, your so room is there's going a to countdown. Okay. There's a countdown. Got it. Um, if we got it. But no, so yeah, everybody go check out uh, Ghost of Molly McGee and Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, of course, is coming out uh, February 10th. And that does sound like something that is going to be like your kids are going to uh -huh. love that. It's like 1, perfect 000, for them, right? 1000%. We're watching oh, that. that. Sounds, that sounds awesome. So thank you everybody for joining us and uh, go check out Steve, all the stuff he's done. Uh, you will not be disappointed. He's a phenomenal artist and a, a wonderful director and producer. Um, so go check out everything. And until then, don't forget, we're going to be doing our super awesome contest to become the next big voice actor. It is real people. It is true. It is happening. And uh, January 9th through February 9th, and you can uh, uh, submit all of your, it's going to be a video, can't be over two minutes. I hear voices at iheartradio.com. But we really want to make sure that you guys know where to submit yes. your two minute long yep. sort of audition tapes for us. Don't just, just do it, guys. We yeah, love you guys. So much we fun. know you're listening out there. If you're listening to the podcast, don't be scared. We are here to help you and get you a really great opportunity 
Um, we know you're out there listening. We have great fans and, uh, yeah, let's do this. Let's find it's, somebody, right? Will? Yeah, I agree. I can't wait. It's, I, this is getting very exciting, so I can't wait. There's going to be some cool stuff in the future. So thank you everybody for joining us. Don't forget to enter the contest. Uh, don't submit early, by the way, we're getting told from our producers, do not submit early. We have to wait until January 9th. Yeah. If you think you have what it takes to step up to the microphone, then put your voices where your mouth is. Thanks everybody. I Hear Voices is hosted by Will Friedle and Christy Carlson Romano. Executive produced by Will Friedle, Brendan Rooney, Amy Sugarman, and Vicki Ernst Chang. Our executive in charge of production is Danielle Romo. Our producer is Lorraine Virouez, and our editor slash engineer is Brian Burton. And that uh, was my announcer voice. Some side effects of listening to I Hear Voices are sore abs from hilarity, falling down the cocoa melon rabbit hole, sneezing due to mass nostalgia, and hugs. Follow I Hear Voices wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the amazing voices. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at I Hear Voices Podcast. You can also check us out on MySpace, Omegle, Vine, LimeWire, AM, and Napster. Okay, well, let's teach you about the internet. The who? This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.